What's going on, everyone? Happy Friday. It is noon Eastern. Kristen sounds awesome. Of course she does. Um, we need to remind her, no matter who she's on the phone with, she should always sound like she's selling a coupe, even if they're just coming just to buy. Just remember huh? the sprinkles. Sprinkles. Plenty of sprinkles. What a day. Yeah, so we were <laughs> off last week. I apologize about missing last week. We're paying for it right now. We just had COVID. COVID fog. COVID just came through. Probably COVID. Probably COVID. We couldn't get tests. The people that were able to get tests, tested positive, all that good stuff. We're all alive. I tell you, I can't thank you for your help. Um, you've come so we've through. We've just got one person down still, and that is... No, I got another one going down right now as we speak. Oh, I went right. out. I, I went around, did a quick walk around, oh. and she's going down. Thank you for... Let us know where you're watching from. If it you wasn't any, too bad, though. If you have any questions, comments... We it, got through it. We got through it. Uh-huh. The magic sauce, mm. I guess is all we can say. Um... Let us know where you're watching from. If you have any questions, comments, please leave them in the section where you can leave comments. Uh, I've had a couple people email me, say they didn't know where to put in the comments. So I hope it's not difficult. Uh, today's show, we're focusing on. I was gonna. I was working on my uh, my my special effects noise. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how to do it. Um, I was trying to do the Predator sound from the Predator, the movie oh, Predator. That like Gig Harbor, noise. love Gig Harbor. Um, I can't even use my mouse. We are going to talk about Predators today. And we, you said every time we say Predator, someone says Predator, we're going to ring a bell. Right. And I thought that would be a little obnoxious. Right. So anyways, all right. We're if gonna there's go- anything people like to talk about second only to their chickens, it's their Predators. Because everybody has predators. So that is the one thing I wanted to start off right away. Is Let's at, just get that out in the open. Yes. All right. So we're, we're going to dive into predators. I haven't had a chance to look at the notes. I'm getting everyone. <laughs> and if you in- don't have predators, you must be one fantastic hunter or trapper. Or their chickens are in their garage. Right. Do right. You, do you exactly. remember that one time years ago? It was a prepper. Uh-huh. Remember that? It was amazing. Love preppers. And she... Had us do her chicken coop in her garage. <laughs> I do remember that. That was years ago, and I've never seen such perfect organization of prepping. Let's let's go ahead and hide our food source in the garage. Yeah, yeah. And it let's was, do that. Oh, anyways, the only issue there is is chickens really don't like to scratch on concrete. Um. Yeah. It's yeah. the only issue. Just it, well, that was a huge issue. That's a huge issue. <laughs> so, anyways, I mean, air quality. I mean, there could be that. You know, we're gonna be talking about predators dust. today. We're gonna get into it. And yes, yeah, so, sorry about last week. We all were sick. Non is down, as I was trying to say earlier. Not mm. sure if you guys heard me. That sucks. I, there's nothing scarier than when Non wakes me up at four in the morning. And goes, I got to go to urgent care. Yeah, she never gets sick. I don't know how she does it. It's her Chinese medicine that she does. She never gets sick, boy. But she's recovering. Um. You're better. I'm better. Ingrid, did you did you have you gotten sick yet? I have not. Oh, oh, oh she shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, she'll be fine. She should. I got to figure out what we're hitting over there. Okay, so now that we got all that covered, and I just got a special delivery today. I don't know if I told you about that. I no. thought maybe I'll talk a little bit maybe later in the show. Um, everyone knows about the supply chain issues and wah wah wah. Uh, <laughs> I think I have broken through. 
And we are all going to benefit, not only us at Carolina Coops, but anything that benefits us benefits our customers. Um, this place is a wreck. Oh, there's Nan right there. So Nan is watching. watching. Uh, thank you for chiming oh, in. Oh, no. <laughs> she found the dishes in the sink. I think we're hot. Oh, no, 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 no. She did not find. No, she's not coming in here. No, no. Oh. She is not to come into the kitchen. Oh, the, oh okay. Whew, I just ratted us out. Yeah. Way to go there, Kristen. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. She's sweating bullets right now. We'll get it cleaned up. All right, so should we should we go ahead and get started? What was your special delivery? Yeah, we we're talking, yeah. and I and I said quickly we'll maybe bring it up later oh, in the sorry. show. But I, should I, we go ahead and get into it now? No, yes, I stopped, I stopped listening to you. All right, so sorry. if you have any questions, especially about predators, let us know. We're going to talk about predators today, right? At least we're, that's what we're going to try to focus on. Uh, also, Ingrid has been working extremely hard mm. on the next video that's coming out. Yeah. It should be coming out any day. We were hoping to have it out last week, but I'm not happy with the audio quality, which is not Ingrid's fault. I've had to tell Ingrid a million times, Ingrid, this is not your fault. Oh, it's, I know it's not my fault, but, but I'm, I can't fix it. That's my fault. But you're, we're going to fix it. Okay. Mm. We're going to figure it out. We're going to mm. fix it. We got that awesome video coming out soon um, for the New Mexico Coop that we just did out there. And there's been more news about the New Mexico Coop. So I can't wait to show you guys that. There is? Oh, yeah. What's the news? I don't hear anything. Well, see, it, but it's going to be because if you were here every day, let's not get into that <laughs> argument. That you, call me, you call me three times a day. I don't know why I need to be. What's the news? In Can, the infectious my, bubble that is no, Carolina No, Coops. no, What's the news? It, it's not going to make sense until people see the coop in the video and understand like with the storm shields. Mm. Uh, for example, I mean, can we bring it up right now? Uh, let me. Go. Yeah, let, let's let's work All this right. out. People are coming in. Thank you so much. I hope you're getting the notifications. Somebody uh, says audio still doesn't match video. I don't know what that means. There's a delay. Oh. There's. Uh -oh. Hold on. What are you I'm doing? I'm a scratchy throat. You're killing me right now. Please just click on the. What are you doing? I. Oh. <laughs> what? Uh, you're, I I don't like being mouseless. I can see that. I feel like both my arms are tied behind my back right now. Hmm. All right. All I, it doesn't matter. Let's just go ahead. Please let us know what your questions are, comments. And if it's not predator related, that's fine. Leave it down below. What are you doing? I am going to show the coop. Would you No, I don't chill? want, but not. What? Speaking of the coop on the website, why is it not on the website yet? Or is it? I don't know. I don't even I don't know anymore. All right. Well, you, you need to know. But why don't you share the screen so we can see what you're no. doing? No, no. So, so that's did you say you mad. had news? It's fine here. I don't know what that means. No it's delay. Fine. All right, no perfect, delay. perfect. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so now let's go ahead and get started. Yes, 14 please. minutes into the show. Please, let's talk about predators. So first thing I want to explain, mm -hmm. which you've already mentioned it, everyone has predators. Yes, yes. And I know people are like, well, why is Matt mentioning that? Everyone has predators. <laughs> But okay. people actually think that, what, the, don't they say like, well, I don't know, because I have predators. As yeah. if nobody else does. Exactly. Right. Everyone has predators. And the reason why I want people to realize that is we talk about predators every day and we work so hard in the quality, the design, the craftsmanship, everything about our chicken coops is not just about looking beautiful and being big, but it's to keep the predators out. Right. We know everyone has predators. You're not special. Right. Okay. We all have And why predators. are predators such an issue with chickens? It's because they're tasty. Yes, everybody loves chicken. Everybody loves chickens. 
I was going to say that's true because my daughter, who I think is a naturally born vegetarian, mm-hmm. she loves chicken, but she can't stand any other meat. Now, here's what I want to emphasize before we get into it. What is going to be different for people is what I like to refer to as predator pressure. That's right. Okay. And so does everyone understand what I mean by predator pressure? I don't know. What do you yeah, explain? I mean, I, I say it all the time. Right. But do we know? Do you guys know? Yeah. Or you're like, ah, we're just going to go along with it. So. No, I want you to explain to the studio audience. So I want everyone to understand. A great example is this. I love when customers will send us a picture. When they have their coop, they probably got in spring, summer, fall, and then all of a sudden it snows. And they go mm-hmm. out there and they're like, oh my God, look at the coyote tracks. Look yeah. at the raccoon tracks. It didn't just happen because it snowed. That's every night. Right. Your coop is on guard, protecting your chickens every single night. It is It is really shocking. If anybody has ever put up a trail cam or one of those wireless cams next to your chicken coop, you can see the activity around your chicken coop. It is amazing how many are out there. Right. So as we, you know, in this show, we talk a lot about why we do what we do, because obviously we want to promote Carolina Coops, but it's also to help people that are building their own coop. One of the biggest mistakes you can make about building your coop after making it too small is underestimating predator pressure. It's every single night. Now, the level of predator pressure may vary, and the type of predator pressure mm-hmm. may vary. I'll never forget when I first started in Durham, North Carolina. That's the place I've had the most hawks, right in the city, mm-hmm. than living out in yep. the country. It's incredible. Um, versus I get out into the country now in upstate New York out at the farm. I mean, we got bears. We got coy- we got everything. Coyotes, right. everything. And I wouldn't say it's like extremely high pressure, but you go out at night and you hear coyotes everywhere and you see the tracks mm-hmm. everywhere. Is that considered high pressure? I don't know. But we design our coops to keep those chickens safe every single night. But how do we do it? That's what I want to get into. I want to get into those details. And if you guys have built your own coop or have had any predator issues, let us know because that's what we want to talk about. Um, but it's good. You got to understand what the predator is. And you mentioned something, trail cam, mm-hmm. a great tool. If you don't already have a trail cam, I highly recommend getting one. I am not an expert on it. I have a lot of customers that use them, and it's just like anything else. If you have a problem, but you don't know what the root cause is, you can't fix it. Well, a trail cam can help you with that. Yeah, I also use the Arlo wireless cam, and those are great because you can move them around. Like, for instance, I had, I lost a chicken one night, and it's rare, but I I lost a chicken because she was in a nesting box out in the open. Um, so the next night I knew that that predator was going to come to the same place because predators are opportunistic. They had an easy meal one night, so they're going to come back the second night. So I put out the Arlo, I just moved the Arlo camera from the front porch to the nesting box in the back. Sure enough, two raccoons came the next night. They were looking for a second meal because they got a free meal one night. So... Again, I'm gonna, I, 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 I didn't want to say this, but this always brings me back to my bug days and nuisance wildlife. And the key word is always prevention. Right. Because you have to understand once those predators, in this case, learn that right. behavior, it is almost impossible to fix the problem without eliminating the predator now. Right. And not everyone wants to do that. And I don't blame them. You know, killing an animal, they got to eat too. It is illegal to trap and move a raccoon, I believe. But not that anyone's going to tattle. Or, or maybe it's a fox. There's certain animals you cannot relocate. I'll tell you what. When we trap professionally, there mm-hmm. is a lot more to right. it 
than you would ever imagine, especially legally you have to document and prove that you will not capture, trap, kill non-target wildlife. Right. Yeah, you uh, can't even move squirrels here. You, you can't even them. remove squirrels? Well, relocate them. Right. Now, that's the other big issue. So it's one thing about trapping and disposing of the animal, but you aren't supposed to take them over county lines. It's actually worse to right. do that. Mm -hmm. And there are trapping licenses you can get. There's a trapping season. But I think there might be an exception for nuisance animals. So you have to check into your local laws. Or, or never can, speak of this again. Or we can, or we can, <laughs> or or we can protect our chickens the best we can. Exactly. There are certain things because, that we never speak of. Yes. Because, well, I feel that like if people say, "Oh, a fox came and got my chickens," I'm going to kill the fox. Well, there's not just one fox. Like, there's always going to be another mm. fox because you have a source of food for them. So I feel, oh, like, yes. I feel like it's our job to make sure our chickens are safe instead of killing everything that we find yes. a, nu a nuisance. And I have air quotes because Yeah, actually, that's a very good point, Ingrid. Very good. That's exactly it. Yes. That's where it all starts right. is prevention. That just makes sense. But for some people, it doesn't. And what do we do to prevent it? That's where we get into that coop construction. And understanding every single night those predators are there and and my opinion is it's so important to not only make sure you don't give them an opportunity to get into your coop they're going to push on it mm -hmm. you know and something i want to mention is you mentioned the word opportunistic and that's really what they are and i'm not going to say predators are lazy they got to work really hard to survive but i'll never forget uh, the one time we had a bear try to get into one of our chicken coops and it was unsuccessful and it moved on but it tried right and, you know, bears are big. And we get this question all the time. Is your coop going to be bear proof? If a bear really, really wanted to get into one of our chicken coops, I would think it probably could. We have seen it where it tried. Right. But they're lazy. So yeah. I, here's what we got, I got to take from that. Understand the predator. They're lazy. And they're not there to eat your chickens, believe oh, it yeah, or not. Oh, yeah. No, they want a picnic basket. <laughs> <laughs> They want the chicken feed. They want that suet and that suet feeder, you know. Um, but we were able to keep them safe. And if they didn't learn that there's an easy meal, they're going to move on. So prevention right. is so important. Um, and obviously when they're pushing on it, clawing at it, make sure the materials are tough. And, you know, I'm sure people may have specific questions about the type of materials. But I tell you, the biggest mistake that people don't think about is when they're fastening their screen, for example, their hardware cloth. Do we got any, do we got a sample of hardware cloth anywhere? Mm. We got do we got any visuals? A mistake I see people make all the time is you could be attaching chain link fence, some really strong material. But if you don't use the right fasteners in the right way, that's where you're gonna fail. So even for example, with hardware cloth, where ours is standard 19 gauge, it's like 1400 pounds to break it, which is pretty darn strong. That's all fine and good. But if you don't attach it to, in this case, our wood framing that we use, um, the correct way, there, that's where it's gonna break. But more importantly, actually, Ingrid, can you, can you screen share? Just now? Yeah, just, just screen share. Give, oh. give, give people something to see. Ecamm Live, here we go, screen share. Because right there is a great example. Um, this mouse is just horrible. I'm sorry. It just is. Maybe. Let's see. Um, yeah, we're going to yeah. get through this. I promise. Yeah. The point is, is when you're attaching to pressure treated lumber and you're using certain steel fasteners, a lot of people don't realize the treatment that goes into that wood is going to re metals don't different metals don't like each other. Mm -hmm. They don't really cooperate except for stainless steel gets along 
with all the other metals. So, for example, you got a lot of copper in the pressure-treated lumber. You put regular steel in there that's not protected, hot dip galvanized or stainless steel. It's going to corrode that fastener and it's going to break. And you won't know that it's failed until it's too late. So there is a textbook example. You've got to understand when you're using your construction. So there's the hardware cloth. All right. And we also love the half inch by half inch. Would you like to expand on that? Yeah, that's you got the safest. quiet all of a sudden. That it, why, why do we love the half inch by half inch hardware cloth to keep when, when we're talking about predators? Well, the raccoons can't grab, can't reach through. Um, it is just the it's just the sweet spot. It is the sweet spot. So let's talk about anything even smaller than that. You're going to have a visibility problem and it's also going to be cost prohibitive. Right. So people ask us a lot. Why do we use half inch? Much less common too. it's pretty hard to find a quarter inch by quarter inch. Uh, True. Especially PVC code. Right. Yeah. Uh, So we love the PVC coating one because it's black. It's see through. It looks really, really nice. Also, it protects that galvanized core wiring. So that's all fine and dandy. But when we're talking about predators, Think about this, and you, you you hit it on the head. Raccoons. Raccoons are unable to reach in and get a hold of their chickens. Now, think mm-hmm. about that statement. When I hear people say, well, I've had a raccoon reach in, okay, that tells me, one, there, there's two major problems to think right. about here. One, you're using something that's too big, but raccoons should be a nocturnal creature. Yes, the raccoons shouldn't even be able to get near your chickens at night. And what happens is people talk about, well, they ripped them out in the run area. So that tells me something's wrong with the design. So we got to think about even right. the design of the coop, how to prevent predators, where we want to make sure those chickens are up inside the hen house. And just like with all our windows, we use half-inch hardware cloth. And raccoons can. They can jump up onto that egg hutch. All right. Oh, but they, they can climb trees. Yeah, exactly. But they cannot reach in through that half inch hardware cloth. But you go one by one, they're reaching in. Right. And I had it happen to me years ago when I was using chicken wire. And one by one is typical chicken wire. A- exactly. Pretty much. And it's nasty. They right. get a hold of that head and they pull it right through. Or sometimes we call it hexagrid. Hexagrid. Exactly. Yeah. So definitely when it comes to prevention, I don't. It's the size of the opening, I think, is what's really important. Um, Some people get hung up on using a thicker material, which isn't a bad thing. But then we get back into it's how you're fastening it. That is so important. And, of course, people see them. And how many fasteners? Well, okay. So what we do is I like to take the approach like you're – I'm going to lose my man card here. Like you're sewing. Think about it. A piece of thread's not very strong. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what? I'm going to step it up. I'm going to think about like an airplane wing. Mm-hmm. All right, where you have one little rivet's not really strong, but when you have thousands of rivets putting an airplane together, it becomes very, very strong. It's the same system when we're attaching our hardware cloth, where we go every inch with a staple, and they're not just regular. And there's another mistake people make is the um, God, I wish I had the example here. Those regular staples that you the use to like staple gun. up, yeah, like. Putting like up you, insulation or plastic, maybe upholstery or something. I don't know. Right, way too small, not deep enough. It's not the right. So yours are a one and a quarter inch. Is there one and a half? Come on, you took your test yesterday. That should also be on the ninety day test. One and a quarter inch leg, quarter inch crown. There we go. Eighteen gauge, three hundred four stainless steel. Yes, um, which are impossible to find in the store. That's okay. So to that point, a lot of people are like, oh, I can just go and get those staples off the shelf. I guarantee you can't. You tried telling me, oh, I found them. 
I thought I found exterior ones. I love the word thought. No, you didn't, did you? <laughs> did I? I don't know. So I don't I make this stuff up. I sent you a picture. Up. I forgot. Yeah, no. And you read that did box and it'll say not for pressure treated, not for cedar. It's because mm. it's going to corrode those staples. Um, but you got to use a lot of them and that makes it extremely strong. Not to mention too, when it comes to putting on the hardware cloth, which is a nightmare, it's a, it's an art, but you got to shoot it on a certain way mm -hmm. and that makes it nice and tight. But that takes a lot of practice. Can we deal with Jeffrey Carrier? Please. Yes. Comment. Let's go ahead and get started. Yeah. So he said that he's like, I know you poo pooed this, but it works. Chicken wire under the coop with inches of dirt on top. Let's talk about why we don't. I suppose that would work, but I the 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 benefits do not outweigh the the practicality of that because chickens, what do they do all day? They peck and scratch, peck and scratch, peck and scratch, and they make holes and they dig down, and that wire is going to get caught on their on their toenails, and it's it's going to cause problems. It's I cannot imagine those the the happiness of those chickens getting their feet caught on wire and and just think about the work that's in that the human had to do to put that dig down far enough to put that wire down the waste of the material as well when just simply laying the wire on the outside solves the problem and keeps the chip chickens happy and what it's okay no you so you're exactly right um and it's going to corrode under it's gonna it's gonna deteriorate yeah. much quicker. And yeah. that's why we do like with our predator apron to be PVC coated. So this is a great point, and I'm glad Jeffrey brought this up. So Jeffrey, thank you for bringing that up. I was just gonna have you bring up just the screen. So I guess share. we poo pooed it again. So yes, sorry. we did. Well, and I love that's a great. But there's way. a good reason. There's and you, you that's exactly it. Um, it's not what's best for the chickens. You got to make sure they can dig down. You would have to bury that down. 18 inches to two feet underneath the entire yeah. run for the chickens not to get to it. But I can't imagine how much work that is. Right here is all you got to do. All right, let me get there and share. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. So it should... That's a great picture. That's you wearing your red shirt. Yeah, you know, I don't wear the red shirt much anymore. I yeah. feel like I tell you, you guys are beating me up. <laughs> even today, I was like, why do you guys even need me here? Anyway, so right there. Someone's got to wear the red shirt. You can see it where um, this comes from the video where we have a video showing how we feel it's the best way to keep predators from digging underneath your run that's the predator apron right there and it just works it just works and it's the quickest most cost-effective way i'm not saying putting wire underneath your entire run won't work to keep predators out what i'm saying is that's a lot of work it's just a better way and the chickens are not gonna like it not gonna like it now i want to say that's an old school way and the other old school way is digging down a trench and dropping it down 24 inches no that's so a lot work. of work too exactly and this really does disappear it does disappear which is fine now we do use a 16 gauge and of course you can go thicker and we've done our 16 gauge half inch hardware cloth to prevent snakes from getting out that's a whole or from from snakes getting in that's a whole nother story but the pvc coating i am a huge fan of protecting that metal with the pvc even though it's a galvanized core which is meant to be rust resistant it's not gonna last as long versus if it has the pvc coating wrapping it as well so hopefully that makes sense so jeffrey i'm glad you brought that up because that is something that we talk about a lot yeah and we say our chicken coops are predator proof we do have to have that little asterisk that said that they're predator proof as long as you have this apron on it True. Which we don't sell with the chicken coop. That is correct. So yeah. we do need to make sure we, we 
are very clear there. Right. And we, there's a reason why we don't sell it with a coupe is it's, I, it's just not worth it. You are so much better off just going to your local hardware store and we send this video. Actually, this video of installing the apron is live for everyone, right? Yeah. Yes. It's on YouTube and yeah, it's on okay. our website so, under FAQ. Under FAQ. Very good point. Awesome. I, I heard Ingrid say that earlier. When you're cutting it close with the, uh, yeah, we were call, trying to yeah. do the intro. And... I love her FAQ page. It has got so much great information. Well, thank you. Good job. Thank yes, you. Ingrid, you definitely do a phenomenal job with the website. All right, so hopefully that makes sense for the. Uh, okay, so this here's what I was talking about earlier with what's going on with the the coop out in New Mexico. So we did storm shields underneath the entire run, and those walls are six foot tall, right? I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about do we need to put storm shields up top. And we're like, no, that's going to be crazy. And the, the point of the storm shield is really to block the wind. Yep. And also to block the yeah, sideways rain. Yeah, the chickens are very short. Yes. <laughs> she said, not good enough. So we had to add those. <gasps> run. Why? I kid you not. Why? She and want, why would she want to put more? She said the- rain's coming up over top. Oh, a little bit of rain wouldn't hurt. I know. I know. Wow. It actually that's what, that's wouldn't, wouldn't hurt that deep litter to have a little moisture. I agree. I even said that in the video when it does huh. come out. Hmm. Um, about it doesn't hurt, especially New Mexico. My God, I've never been somewhere it's does so it even dry. Rain there? <laughs> I don't think it does. Um. So anyway, yeah. so we had to add storm shields to the top. So we sent those out, and I have yet to follow up with her. I'm sure someone else has from our team, and we are going to be adding, hopefully very soon. I haven't even told you guys about this. Oh, which reminds me, I need my adding mouse. I, I can't do. Okay, so the solar shields. Oh, yes. The okay. roller. Yeah. Roller We're having custom made here in America, which I want to emphasize because there's something else I'm going to talk about. We try to outsource in America as much as possible. Uh, and in this case, the solar shields are going to be custom made for our coops where you can just install them on the outside and just pull them right on down to block that I need hot that. sun. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, do I do too. have something for that, but I w- it would be much easier if I could just yeah. have a shade versus right. what I have. Yeah. I got something really ghetto. <laughs> to block that west sun in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, do we like the name Solar Shields? Because that's where we are hung up a little solar bit with shade? The, the Solar yeah. Shade. So, solar, solar Shade. Solar Shade. Oh. Sh- shoot. Shoot. <laughs> shoot. <laughs> shoot. There's Solar Shade. Run, run Solar sh- Yeah, no, we're not doing that. That's a tongue twister. So, anyways, all right. There we go. That, Ingrid, naughty, naughty Ingrid. Right. So, Man, what I, are you doing? I don't know. This mouse does not work. All right. So back to predators. <laughs> so the only other thing we have to discuss, not the only other thing, but something else is daytime predators. Yeah. Because I am a huge fan of free ranging. And with free ranging comes a risk. Not everybody is comfortable with that risk. But, you know, that's a personal decision. Daytime predators would be loose dogs. An occasional fox and definitely hawks. So, yeah, hawks are definitely the big one. The big one, yes. Um, all right. So, in all my years of chicken keeping, I've had one one loose do- one a dog incident, what? and I've had one fox incident, but many hawk. Yeah, hawks are a pain. Yeah, that's why I wanted to see. I just wanted to see something. Just just hover over the main screen. Um, thank you. Ooh, 52. We broke 52. Thank you. So it is working. So what people don't know is I'm constantly checking. I just want to make sure our audience is building. Thank you so much for being here. And if actually you're just joining us, we are live. It is, I forgot to mention to do the stamp on the date. It's what, January 28th? Yeah. Friday, 
1234 East. And so thank you for joining us. If you, we're, Today, we're trying to focus on predators, how to keep your chickens safe. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them down below. We will get them um, or off to the side. Actually, I don't know where you leave the comments. And it's usually below the video or it's off to the side on YouTube and below on, on Facebook. Gotcha. All right. So thank you for joining us. All right. Yeah. So daytime hawks. predators, hawks. I didn't have any trouble with hawks when I had a dog. So I'll just put that mm. out there. The, the, the hawks seemed to know there was a dog present in that yard. Even though she wasn't always in the yard, the hawks just seemed to know I'm not going to go there. And fun fact, you do not like dogs. Well, no, you that's not, run that's from not true. That's not true. I don't like your dog slobbering on me. So that is a great point. Have a dog. And, well, I, and that's interesting because people say all the time, oh boy, here comes Ingrid. <laughs> she, she, okay. Ingrid is a dog expert. Okay, so she's about to chime in. Um, not all dogs can be trained to protect your chickens. Right. I disagree with that statement. Well, I have dogs, and one would definitely kill the chickens. And so, I I, I, I will I bet you. I will bet you a year's salary. We can bring in a dog trainer that would train your dog not to kill your chickens. Well, I would never trust it, honestly. And the reason, all I'm saying is that I don't think people. I, don't I think, think people pe want to see that. Yeah, I, I don't think, think we should have a dog trainer on it sometimes. I, I, don't, I, I don't think that people should just get a dog to protect their chickens. No, no, no. I do. No, no. I absolutely expect do. No, because a dog is a big responsibility. And, and, and we're well, not talking like, you know, people, if you want a livestock garden, guarding dog, that's one thing. But if yeah. you're looking for a pet or you think this dog is not going to attack your chickens, you may or may not, that might not be the case. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about... You're going to free range your chickens, which we are huge advocates of, yeah. how to protect them from hawks. My and dog was an Australian shepherd, and I had initially she did go after the chickens. So I, and all dogs are different, all situations are different, but this is just what Good my experience was. But in, initially, I would we would have her in the yard half the day, and then the chickens free range half the day. So I did have to split time yard time between the dog or the chickens. I couldn't have them together. But then we noticed after a year, she kind of gave up and then she could be out there with the chickens. Hmm. We could actually leave on vacation and have the dog okay, in the yard okay, okay. and the chickens. Very, so that's a great point. And to Ingrid's point, anytime you're going to get a dog, there's a lot of consideration. You got to right, be smart. Right, and if right. you're like, you're thinking, yes, it's going to be a pet. And, but it's going to be, I love when an animal's on payroll. I love when they yeah. have a job. And there are a lot of dogs you can train to protect your flock. Oh, yeah. I agree. I just yeah. don't want I just don't want people to think that like every dog or the expectation is like, well, I have this kind of dog and they're supposed to be really good with chickens. No, you got to be smart. Yeah, we have, bet we even have, a livestock dog would have to be trained. We have Absolutely. bred certain dogs to right. chase birds and kill mm -hmm. birds. You got to be smart. So we do need to do that. I met a very good dog trainer th uh, this time last year in Florida, and he even showed me a video of one of his mm -hmm. customers that had a dog that was insane with the chickens. And he got a video of it. And then it was like a month later. That dog just sat right there and the chickens are just running. And he made a great point. He said, it's the running, it's the quickness. You got to teach the dog not to chase after that. It's not so much that they want a free meal. It's that instinct. Oh, yeah. The dogs always, they just play. I mean, it's all like But when you're training them. a dog, understand what is that trigger? What is right, flipping that right, switch right. to go chase? And it's the now, quick movement. I've only had two dogs ever. The second dog I had was an elderly. I adopted him as a as a older dog. He was a chocolate lab, and he was totally cool with the chickens until I picked him up by the legs and held him upside down. So he must have been a hunting dog at some yeah, point. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, so he did was, and and I would only do that to transport them or something. I was gonna say, what are you doing with the chickens? All right, chicken? so great point. Get a dog. 
Make sure you do your due diligence. Do right. your smarts. Do, you do, don't do have your... to get a dog, but that's just one. That's what I meant. One option is to one get a dog option. to protect your chickens from free ranging. From hawks. Another now, way. That... Can we bring it up right now? Can we what? bring it up right now? Let's what? bring up the website. Let's show what we've done also that's similar to having a dog protect your flock. Mm-hmm. We did a whole show on it. We even built a structure. We talked about the deep litter. I am never doing the show again without a mouse. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't go to no my idea. website, please. Go to our website, please. I'm just looking at Mount Mike's comment, but okay. Okay, well, let's do that while we're <laughs> go to. I want to show off our goose house for guardian geese. Oh, oh. oh the guardian geese. The that guardian too. Well, okay, well, so while cryptic? we're doing that, I, I also want to mention for hawks, if you free range, it is very nice to have places where your chickens can die for cover. Absolutely. So important. Uh, and and uh, they're typically more comfortable in an environment like that as well. If you have shrubs, overgrown shrubs, um, they can dive under the deck, um, anything like that. I've noticed in the summer, mine are always on the outskirts of the open lawn, under trees, under shrubs, trying to take cover because they know it's a threat. Exactly. And they seem to always know way before you do. Yeah, they do. It's incredible. And it seems like there's always one watching. One is, if you don't have a rooster, the hen. there's usually a hen that takes that role to be, to be more watchful than the other ones. Mine respond to the crows. Right. So when the crows start squawking, because they're usually chasing a hawk, or many times they squawk because they're chasing chasing right. a hawk, and even if they're not, when the crows start squawking, my birds will huddle. Yeah, I love to see the crows, and I have a crow call, but I haven't learned how to use it yet. Yeah, you you told us a couple of shows ago. Okay, so here's I know a, we haven't done it okay, yet. Okay, real quick. All right, so another way to protect Maybe your chickens. During the daytime, letting a free range is guardian geese. We have talked to Shelly, and she is absolutely in awe of how well her guardian geese have done, but they haven't been perfect. You know, uh, the dogs haven't been perfect. The geese haven't been right. perfect, but it has helped out a lot. However, she did end up losing another one, even with the geese on guard. Really? So now we have to put together, she said, Matt, let's do it. What? Talk to me about making the entire aviary. So I can't ah, wait to show people that. Okay. I'll okay. talk about that. And the geese are noisy too. Yeah. And not everybody's very, right. equipped for geese. Yeah. Just, no, just look, to be. Right. And look at that beautiful goose house. It's gorgeous. It is very, very doable. And she said that she would have now, after having geese, she loves them though as a pet. She loves them even more than her chickens, she said. Oh. Believe it or not. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. So after geese. And you guys already jumped into it. You mentioned that our crows or ravens right. do a phenomenal job at keeping the hawks away to protect their babies. Mm-hmm. And I want to make a point, not to keep talking about New Mexico, but one of the first things that happened when we showed up is our customer just relocated from California. So and she's from the city, so she didn't know any different, but she thought they were hawks. I said, no, those are crows. Those are actually, they're ravens. And it's good to know when you're trying to identify what your predator yeah. may be, identify what might be helping you. Because she was going to possibly do some things to deter them. I said, no, leave yeah, them here. Yeah, you want those. And yes. also when you see the hawks circling, a lot of times they're not hawks, they're vultures. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a uh, good. Right here we have turkey buzzards. Yep. Or turkey vultures, right? Isn't that what they're you called? You can or use tur- turkey yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell because they have their wings actually have fingers, so they're like the end of their wings. So when you see a bird circling and it has those feathers, separated that look, feathers. Yeah, that look almost like fingers. That's not a hawk. That's a usually a buzzard, a vulture. Yeah, and right. I think that those also fly in groups, whereas hawks are single. Is that right? 
Well, you seems can see, like there was some other. Yeah, you can see just one turkey like vulture, but. Right. Not to mention they're very, very ugly, but when they're really, really high up in the air, yeah, you can't. Be tough. So that's a they great point. They kind of have the same wingspan. One of my favorites about with ravens is they are bigger than crows, but they love the barrel roll as they're flying. <laughs> it is so fun to watch. All right, so let's get to some uh, comments here. I see a bunch of comments coming in. I appreciate it. If you're just joining us today, we're talking about predators. If you have any questions or comments, especially about predators, please leave them down below. We're up to 58. Something is working. The show is growing. I think it was our last week's, our last show was so awesome. If anybody hasn't listened to that show, that was, a lot of people said it was the best show we've ever had, and I keep meaning to listen to it again myself, because I couldn't take notes fast enough. I know, yeah. that was a great show, and so I can't thank everyone for the compliments. Yeah, and, and that was with Carl, the biologist, composting expert, and he had some products as well. Yeah, and he mentioned some things that we are going to experiment with when the time comes. Right. I can't wait to do that. And the links are all on the website and on the YouTube video if you go to watch the show. So Kathy Stark says, we have lots of predators, so I don't have not let our chickens free range. If I let them free range, is there a general rule as to how far from the coop the chickens will roam? Can you share the comments, please? Oh, I... Um, Thank you. Sure, can I? The first time you let out your chickens to free range, they won't go far from the coop. But over time, they comments. they go farther and farther because they're looking for fresh ground, fresh bugs. Um, and once you give your chickens the opportunity to free range, they'll want to get out. So it's kind of like having an indoor cat that you let out. It's going to like be afraid at first and not go very far, but... After a while, your that indoor cat will always want to go out, and it's the same with free-range chickens. If you're gonna let them out, they're gonna want to go out to free-range because they want that opportunity to graze and to get more bugs and to have fresh dirt. So if you're gonna free-range, just um, I wish I was following what you're saying right now. It sounds so I good. Know, I hope I everyone's know. appreciated. Ingrid, go over to I scenes. Know. Scenes. Left. Because oh. I've noticed. Down, down. Click. Up. 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 That Click on the arrow. That Thank they you. complain. If if you let them out to free range and then all of a sudden you contain them, they, they squawk and complain and they want to be let out. God, I really wish I followed what you were just saying, but I'm gonna trust everyone loved it. <laughs> we want to, we want a free range. Is yes. what we want to do. Someone was gonna start free ranging and asked. Yes, free ranging. You free... can't really control how far they go, though. That, that that comes up a lot. You know, how far are they gonna go? This and yeah. that. And I always tell people they're gonna go where they want to go. <laughs> I find mine don't go very far, which is interesting because a lot of times I will open the what we call the lower level, that's all fenced in now. And they'll go down there for about half an hour, scratch around, and then they're right back up by the coop. So my chickens tend, even when I, they want the new area, they're excited to be let out to a new area, but then they always seem to gravitate back towards. When you got the right setup like Ingrid they does. They always know where home is. Yes, that is mm -hmm. quite a great point. Okay, so now we got the comments up. Apparently, I should stop using my mouse because I am not allowing Ingrid to learn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so go ahead. I just I want people to be able to see the comments. I can't thank you guys enough for all the comments uh, that you're leaving here. So let's get right to it. Okay. Um, okay. What Do you want me to read the comments? I want you to take control of the situation. Okay. I want to make this show entertaining. <laughs> and I want to interact with the comments from our viewers and listeners. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, well, I'm just trying to find something. Actually, I'll, I see I'll, I'll so take, many. I'll take I'm, this I am moment. itching and going crazy over here. Yeah, you're, you're like twitching. This is fun. Um, 
I'll take this opportunity. Also, we had a great show with a wildlife expert who, when, when we talked in length about coyotes. Oh, and the other thing, too, not that I want to bring up this subject, ago. but this is hot in the news. What? And I thought it'd be great to bring oh, Dr. Crespo yes, back right. up as this whole avian flu thing. Yes, yes. I, I, I guarantee you there's going to be some misinformation, but more importantly, it's the understanding of maybe what they're talking about and the, how we should really... Yeah, we got a notification that avian flu has been discovered in migratory birds, which is where... In North Carolina. Yeah, it's always... it. That's where we're always going to see avian flu start. And just the notification was, bring your birds inside. Which a lot of people said, well, I I don't have a way to bring my birds inside. I don't, you know, it's said to protect your backyard flock, but, you know, that's harder said than done a lot of times. And like I just said, if you're used to free-ranging your animals and then you start penning them up, maybe you don't have enough space for them to be penned up and then they're going to squawk and complain. But I think it's a situation we're just going have to have to watch. I haven't done anything differently. I have very, I have no migratory. There's waterfowl, correct? Right. Waterfowl. Uh, waterfowl are going to hang around water. So I don't have anything like that. So I think mine are right. and you just confident. Okay, so you just made a good point. Because a lot of times when we're selling chicken coops and we're talking about the run size and we ask people right away, are you going to free range right. or not? When they say, yes, I'm going to free range, then the run size is, isn't so big. But we still say it's a good idea to have a run. And here's a case in point. Right. To be able to bring all your chickens in. Uh, we'll let them come, big, come in. Go into the hen house at night and then just don't let them be able to get out the next day out of the run. However, be ready. They know what it's like to be free. Yes. They're not going to be real happy, oh, but you if it's short term. They squawk. Uh, yes. Just make sure they don't get bored. That, that is the one time I would say you don't want to free range. If, we, if you are near a body of water, there's a high risk of avian flu. Or maybe you got local officials telling you got to do it. You know, I don't also, want to get into that. Mm -hmm. Also, the avian flu does get passed from songbirds, migratory songbirds. Yes. So Good sometimes point. you get it, like they will give it, and the songbirds aren't symptomatic. So it doesn't bother them, but it will bother chickens and it can wipe out a flock. So Yeah, and we talked about that with Dr. Crespo about having uh, bird feeders. No, that was that was with Fallon from the, the biologist. Okay, with thank the you. Salmonella. That was the. Mm -hmm. Right, where it was really important to understand. That's the, where the salmonella outbreak was coming from, was the bird feeders. Yeah, people were feeding the It wild. wasn't caused by backyard chickens. It was bird right. feeders. Mm -hmm. Because the wild birds and the feed, the feed doesn't, it's not fresh or whatever, and they get salmonella, and the, the wild birds are carrying it over. Yeah, it was, say, it my was chickens transferred love from to go the, out the bird um, feeder. Yeah, the, the bird feeder was not cleaned and sanitized on a regular basis, which, yeah, people don't usually do that. So it, it's a good idea not to have a bird feeder near your chickens. All right, so here, here so, we go. All right, comments. Here we go. So Maria says, we have a beautiful coop modeled after your videos, and we are considering getting rid of our coop and the chickens because of the rats. They have dug through the apron and dug down under huge pieces of wood that the coop is built on. I'm so frustrated. Tips. tips. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <gasps> Matt was an exterminator. Right. All right. So, Maria, here's what we've been wanting to do. We've talked a lot about put, taking the show on the road. And one of them I would love to do because this is a, I mean, I, yeah, I love talking about extermination, rats, mice, bugs. Solving problems. 
and love solving problems, it's so much easier for me to show what I'm talking about by being on site. And I thought it'd be so much fun, especially if we could find someone local. So Maria, let us know where you're located. You can private message us or whatever. Maybe this is a great opportunity to be able to go out on the road and show it. But I would definitely love to give tips and I want to dedicate a show just to this subject. Yes, we are. Because I often say it's, it's, there's just too much to get into and I just want to be able to cover everything so people understand what I am going to suggest as the solution. And you really got to see why they're there. And that's the first thing is why are they there? And you got there's two things, food and shelter. And now when it comes to rats, it's so important to identify the species of rat. You got your Norway rat and you got your roof rat. Two different types of rats. Uh, the Norway loves to dig. The Norway prefers cereal and grains. If you got roof rats, like out on the West Coast, you got a lot of roof rats. They come from the jungle. They love to climb the trees. They're going to enter your structure from above. They're not going to dig down below. So we got to understand first what rat it is and then find out why they're there. If, they're, if you're giving them a shelter, we got to eliminate why they have a shelter. You got to eliminate the shelter. Um, also, rats have a very long, I don't want to say territory. They will travel up to 100 yards, 300 yards to get to their food supply coming from where they're actually living. So that's a difficult scenario or can be a difficult scenario, especially in the city. Because when we talk about, okay, eliminate the shelter, it could be five houses down where they're living, but they're coming to your coop. And your hands are tied, if you will. Hmm. Um, also, here's the other big thing about rats. They must drink water every day. Mice don't. Rats have to drink water. So eliminate the reason why they're there. Eliminate, make sure you're not giving them a place to live and make sure they can't get to the food and water. They will move on, just like we're talking about with predators. So would they, because I mean, you, uh, people have their run open if they're free ranging. So would the rat drink out of a water bar? Oh, I bet they would. Absolutely. Yeah. If they learn to, absolutely. Rats, they know how to survive. They absolutely would. Um, so that's why prevention through sanitation, or in this case, make sure they don't have food or water. That's a tough one because you got to give food and water to your chickens. Right. But trust me, when I was an exterminator from all the way up and down the East Coast, especially D.C., there is no worse population or high population than in D.C. There are so many rats there. When it rains, you can smell the rodent <laughs> urine. Okay. And I can tell you, it's one thing to go in there and kill them, which is a whole nother story. But you got to eliminate where you live. You go right to where they're living. And so you, what can Maria do then? This sounds like it's Norway rats because they're, they're digging, digging through the apron and under huge pieces of wood. Um, they have learned to go into that coop. So you have to first kill the population of rats have learned to go in there. And how to do that, that's another subject. You can do baiting, but you gotta be very careful with baiting. You could hire a professional, which I hate to say, I always want to start a company where I could help people with an unbiased opinion because mm -hmm. people that sell pest control and pest elimination, they're worse than car salesmen. So I got out of the business. They, We were trained to take advantage of your fear. And that poisons. It's abused and it makes me so mad. I had fellow bug guys that thought they were badass. They're awesome. Like you you just broke every law in the book. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I've always said it's important to be sniper-like, but in, in order to be sniper-like and reduce your amount of pesticide that you're using, you got to be smart. Um, but you could hire a professional and it's all about that individual. It doesn't matter what company it is. It's the individual that comes to your door that cares or not about their job. Anyways. Um, all the big box stores use those boxes. They do. And the... <laughs> That the rats go in and the, don't Tom come out. Cat stuff or well, uh, so there's bait stations, and you can put bait station bait stations around your property to help reduce the population. But I can tell you, the bait that's inside 
if there's really good food competition, they are not going to go to mm. it. And technically, those bait stations are not there to reduce the population. They're there for monitoring. Ah. Um, the other thing, too, and I don't know if this is the, the case with the bait stations. Um, if, if you're giving like a mouse or rat, if you're putting down poison for them, is it not true that um, foxes and hawks and owls that eat on those can also get poisoned? Yeah, it's called secondary poisoning. Right. Yeah. So I think people and it's technically illegal. Right, and people are unaware of that because the owls and the hawks and the things which also go after our chickens also go after mice and, yeah, and snakes and things go after mice. That's so, why it's illegal to shoot a hawk or a turkey vulture. I believe it is. It I is. was told it was because they control the the, the rodent well, population. They're, they're protected so, species. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All yeah, the all migratory birds are protected, and we need to make sure we keep them because they have so much to do with the environment, the ecology, and the ecosystem. The right. ecosystem. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't want. I don't want to. I know th th this is why down. I would love to talk about this subject because there's so much to think about, and I don't want to bore people with it all. But I do love the subject. I know it's a huge problem. And here's the biggest thing about what Maria said: Please do not do not get out of the hobby of having chickens because of these rats. That's why I do this show. This is why I love doing what I'm doing. I want to educate you so that you know what to do so you don't have to get out of it. And I can tell you it has so much to do with the structure and understanding the, hmm. in this case, the past. And Lindsay also recommended the grandpa's feeder, which is rodent proof. And that's linked on our website under products we love. Love it. Yeah. So prevention. Don't give them a reason to be there. Mm -hmm. They're there either because of the shelter or the food. And to eliminate the shelter, I mentioned that a lot. And I don't know if we have it on video. When we did Maria's Coop in Lakeland, Florida or mm -hmm. Orlando, wherever we were, yeah. she had rats like crazy. Yeah, oh, my goodness. And I said, watch this. And we got it on video. I said, I know right where they're living. Here's why they're here. And it's because she had that solid floor of her coop going right to the ground. And what that does is they're gonna dig underneath, but they don't have to work as hard keeping the tunnels from collapsing because the floor of the structure was their roof. Right. So get it up off the ground. Now, we have a lot of coops, okay, where people are like, well, Matt, you're contradicting yourself. Look at your craftsman coop. You're right. If I was in an area and someone wanted a craftsman coop and there was heavy rat population, I would probably advise against it or there would be ways to prevent them from wanting to dig underneath. Hmm. All right. Interesting. So by elevating the hen house and not giving them a solid structure to live underneath, that's number one. And again, they if it's rats, they have to be able to get to the water. Now, you could slow them down using the half-inch hardware cloth as a predator apron. Um, but again, every situation is a little bit different. So, um, yeah, so she says she has feeders made from five-gallon buckets, but unfortunately not willing to go put their food up every night so she's don't blame you yeah that's, yeah that's so maybe that's yeah reduce the population prevent figure out what, why they're there prevent them yeah. make sure that they're not coming from another house down the block or whatever which again in the city i don't know where maria lives but in the city it happens all the time it happens so much that the county or the city would actually pay us to come in and have to do an entire program amongst many houses and you talk about complicated wow oh yeah where well, you're going on people's properties and you have to tell them you're contributing to this rat population they're like what are you talking about and it might be that they have a bunch of sheds and the rats are living underneath the sheds but there's nothing there for them to eat so they're traveling and they will they're neophobic that's the other thing to remember about rats is once they establish a certain pattern you want to identify that and use that to your advantage versus mice are the opposite uh, you can see the runways and once they what use those. What does neophobic mean? Fear of the new. 
Mm. Yes, and that's another reason why rats can be a little bit difficult. Once you put out those bait stations for the first time, they're going to avoid it. They are scared of anything new. Mice, they're on it. They're on it that first, within a couple hours, depending on the population, how bad it is. Right. This um, is a whole other show. And we yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's get into yes, yes, yes. it. So and, maybe a little teaser. That's why I want to get into it, yeah, I would love to talk about it's it. important. Maybe even bringing up some fellow exterminators, some war stories. Oh, my God. <laughs> I always said back then I could have started a reality show. It is. Mm. In, you don't want to know what happens to commercial restaurants. It's disgusting. Okay. So Mike Trapp, our friend, who's probably still waiting for his sweatshirt. Um, he, no, we sent it, I think. Oh, we did? Okay, good. Did we? Okay. Yes. I confirmed um, yesterday. Thank you. Um, so Mike asked me for recommendations because I have netting over my area. So I've created a small aviary. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it works great. And it's a great peace of mind. I also have the lower level, which I have cabling running. Somebody here had mentioned something about like fishing line. I mm-hmm. find that like a fishing line is, I mean, even my cable snapped from some of the snow and stuff. But the whole idea of hawks swooping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not 100% foolproof. It's not 100%. No. And Shelly just talked about that at her place. She did that. She tried it. I, I, I remember yeah. recommending that to her because the idea is they should glide in. If they clip their wings, they'll fly away. They, the hawks landed on one of her porch uh, roofs and then jumped down into the yeah. chicken yard. And I, and I know that that's the thing. That's why the, the, the netting I got from um, Strombergs, which I love because it's heavy duty and it was a good price and it's a big size. They come in big sizes. Um, worked really well, and I'm glad Mike had luck with it, and I've recommended it to some other people that have asked on the show. So, One of our customers had, I thought was a good idea, she uses her, she uses a motion um, Halloween. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Like a, a motion, instead of a scarecrow, so she so uses like a, a motion um, Halloween decoration. It's like a, like a zombie right. that maybe it's motion sensor that... To she prevent what? Uh, next to her chicken coop to scare off predators. Right. They'll learn it. It yeah. might work short term, but they'll learn it. It's a great idea. And I remember when we were in Florida, that was Lakeland, Florida, where you their, their goats were getting on their porch. Oh, yeah. But the, the, the motion, motion sensor sprinkler systems can be effective. Right. All right. So going on. Okay. Um, I love the comments people are making about the dogs, that they they had made it successful training some dogs. Did you see what your dad wrote? Uh, No. No, I can only imagine. Yeah, you were about to comment on it. Yeah. I was? Yeah, he said two dogs and two dead chickens. But he doesn't know that his dogs killed his chickens. That's what he's not saying. Okay, well, I'm just saying, I'm just reading. Mm -hmm. I can't Yes, let's read it. Put the dog dog around Matt's chickens. My chickens, truth be told now, they've gone to my neighbor's house, which I got to get them back. They've broken every rule in the world of chickens. But when you cook them pasta, hot dog, you're cooking them food every day for her chickens. My chickens went over there. I guess I don't blame them. Anyways, that's a that's a story. Hold on, slow down, slow down. Well, well, people are talking about dogs, so I wanted to go in to see if people had more predator <laughs> okay. questions. Same thing happened to my uh, my daughter's chickens. The neighbors loved them so much they started buying them cracked corn. <laughs> so yeah, of course they go over there now. So Mike says he has too many crows in his town. Hmm. Hold on. Last night our door came off on our non-Carolina coop, and he warned us in the house with continued bark till i went out and fixed it oh his dog warned about a door coming out that's it i tell you i love dogs they're I so do smart too. yeah dogs can uh, dogs can be so helpful and can such save great your life. pets 
We too have many crows in our town. Sunnyvale has now handed out some green lasers for people to harass the crows to leave. Oh, LOL, we probably sure have like a thousand plus crows in our city. So that can happen. And we have been, again, back in my bug days, had to deal with getting rid of crows. And that's a touchy, touchy subject. They've become a nuisance. Too much of anything can become a right. problem. So, yeah. Um, so Dennis said, I don't know if this is please. Um, having to do with uh, predators, but he said a couple months ago you showed your tractor. Could you use it as a brooder where you can pull it near the house to get to to get to your power or to raise meat birds? Yes, yes, and yes. I so was thinking about this the other day. What happened to that? Um we, you got you got to start selling that. What do no, we got to do? No, I've got three people asking for it right now. The tractor coop. Yes. Yes, I want to get that coop on the on the books so that it can officially be made. It's easy to design the coop. It's easy to get the drawings. It's easy to build it. What's not easy is that instruction manual so that people can assemble it themselves. And also to that point, I don't know if Evan got it done. I asked him, I said, can you get this done for the show? Because I would love to show this off, but I can't do it now because I don't have my mouse. Boy, do we got another coop model coming out. And again, it came from a customer request. We have the best customers. They come up Chicken with the people best are ideas. The best. Yes. And we, this is something we've tiptoed a little bit in the past. And we've done a coop similar to this one. But we're going to make a couple tweaks. We've learned a lot over the years. And if there was ever a perfect chicken coop, this is it. Which one is this now? This mm. is as if the Craftsman and the Carolina had a baby. The Craftsman and the Carolina had a baby. Yeah. So who is so? Well, all right. Um, yes, Alex. The Craftsman and the Carolina had a baby, and okay. it was it's being birthed as we speak on Evan's computer. Mm -hmm. The man is just a genius, and not only is he designing a great chick coop and all the domino effects we talk about designing a coop, we got to make it so it can be palletized. So we now have very soon the ability to have just. An unbelievable chicken coop. So next week, I probably will show that. It'll officially will be done. And then we got to do the whole manual. But I don't have my mouse, so I can't so show it So this is um, going to be something. It's not a custom coop. It's going to be something that's going to be. Right. Oh. It's like See, a mini craftsman. I don't know anything. Oh, my God. Because you're not here You call me every hour. No, I do not. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Hold on. I love my geese. They seem to not be interested in protecting the chickens. That's interesting. They just. Look at the chickens, wondering why they are squawking so much. They also love to ambush the chickens. So that's interesting. I tell you. It might uh, be a breed thing. It could definitely be a yeah, breed thing. I'll never forget some... one of the people that I would love to have on this show. Ingrid disagrees, but I disagree with her disagreement. Hmm. Um, I learned <laughs> so much from Joel Salatin at Polyface Farms. I don't know why you don't like the man. He reminds me I so. I didn't say I didn't like him. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, he reminds me so much of my earth science teacher because if, in, he just has an amazing way of explaining things how simple it can be he made a great point when you have a guardian geese you actually want it to be a guardian goose you only want one and that might be what's happening here if you have too many geese they kind of stick to their own flock and they're not going to do their job where that he said sense. you just want one hmm. and then that goose will stay with the chickens and do its job so it would kind of be like raised with the chickens like you would do with like a dog guarding sheep type of thing yeah because the goose would be lonely if it didn't have another goose. Exactly. So it needs to hang out with the chickens. Mm. So it's just something he mentioned in a couple of his videos, and it makes sense. Okay. So going on. So we'll talk about And yes, yourself. they are much more fun than the chickens. <laughs> so the geese are fun. Huh. They can be noisy and aggressive during mating season. But who isn't? <laughs> can I say that? All right. It's Thank after you. one, so. I know. Let's carry on. This is good. I'm so happy okay. that people are here. Um, let see how many we have. Keep growing the show. Yes, I always love to see how we're doing. 
Uh, you gotta swipe that down. 62! We are crushing it! Everyone, thank you so much. Boy, am I excited. I would love to break 100. Um, keep engaging with the comments. That's what helps us. We are trying to figure out behind the scenes how we can continue to grow this show. Yes, and, and anything you want to see or hear, please let us know. Yeah. Ingrid goes through and reads everything. I do. And you can always email Ingrid at Carolina Coops if you have ideas for the, that things you want to see on the show. And please tell your friends because the more viewers we have the more Matt will leave me alone about it. So. And you can call Ingrid directly now. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even know my number. So. Extension 106. Oh, I don't know. It, it's 106. Is it? Yes. If you have any marketing ideas, anything, you want to just call and talk to Ingrid, please feel free. <laughs> I'm paying oh for it, God. so have fun. Uh, she has her own extension. All right, moving on. Oh, my gosh. Um. Let's see. Um, so hold on. Maria says, yes, the second my chickens see me step outside, they are all by the door wanting to be let out. Yeah. They venture to the neighbor's lower yard. But yes, soon as I open the window and call girlfriends, they all come running. It's the cutest thing. Yes. It's not complicated. Yeah. A lot of people oh, don't realize that. I love that. that interaction. I you know. know. Yeah. I always I always say, sweetie. Avian flu has been located in Colleton, South Carolina. They come running. I think that's where it started, actually. Yeah, come to so Gig Harbor. Right around here is that where you're located, oh, Maria? Oh, so Maria is in. Gig We're gonna Harbor. be in Gig Harbor-ish area soon. God, we got so much going on in the Seattle area. Um, <laughs> such a beautiful area. Okay, one and a half quart of firewood left in the space. We want to build a coop inside. I'm not sure what that. I see. That's why these these comments don't always make okay, sense. Okay, all right. Just it's fine. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> I know you are. I guess. That's, she had that's, a roof wrap when I lived. If there's one statement that I'm, is the truest statement. What? I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> I work hard, so I can do that. Put that on your t-shirt. But I do a lot of things for everyone. Truth be told. Roof rat in Long Island. You should not have any roof rats in Long Island. It's yeah. too cold. Yeah, and I lived on Long Island. Unless it was, unless it got transported, which is what hell happened. a gun with a night scope would be great. Yeah, hell yeah. So Mike um, mm -hmm. Mueller, Mueller says we have hawks, owls, eagles, gators, foxes, coyotes, bears, and an occasional large. Have we snake. gotten off his coop proposal yet? Are we still waiting on some final numbers? Yes. Sorry, Mike. We're gonna get. We back get to you. done with that. Geesh, I can't wait for people to see his coop. I am a former bug guy, too. I think maybe I was wondering that. I remember we had a listener um, that was an exterminator. Uh, anyways, I'm a former <laughs> bug guy, too. And I used to tell my friends and relatives, you may want to think of a different restaurant <laughs> Restaurant as we caught 40 plus mice there. I had, I'll never forget, I had mice falling out of a ceiling onto a lady's dinner one night. <sighs> dying, dying. Here's what happens. You get called in to take over someone else's account. And you're, you just got to go and annihilate them. You can't tell them when to die. And they were dropping from the ceilings. That's disgusting. Yes. yes um, so is. look at Cyrus. To scare hawks, we have metallic tape as strips hung from wires on the top of the run. The tape flashes in the wind to protect them from swooping in. I've heard that a lot. What do you think about that? I, I, it probably helps. It's probably not 100%. It's not 100%. It's not going to hurt. And here's the thing. It probably doesn't look great. If it's a repellent of some sort, in this case, we would call it a mechanical repellent, they will learn it. They will learn it. So it's not guaranteed, but it doesn't hurt. So um, they, the hawks will learn that this isn't something to be scared of? Exactly. Or? Exactly. Yeah. I had um, chickens at a community garden, and we had 
very persistent hawk there and we tried everything we tried the fishing line we hung hundred cds from the fishing line the metallic mm. tape it did not stop that hawk it nothing oh stopped. right so yeah unfortunately the, it, the, it can't help but the silver bullet is a physical barrier that is done right which is like coops that, and yeah. or once that hawk had a free meal it was very hard to but it doesn't hurt. I'd rather see people try something. You might right. get lucky. We've had some customers feel they swear by, especially the fishing line, mm -hmm. where you just zigzag like a cobweb. Uh, they swear by that. And that also could have a lot to do with the pressure. How many hawks do you have? Because if you don't have a lot of pressure, it probably will work. But if you have heavy hawk pressure. I have hawk pressure. I have eagles nesting in the park right behind my block. So, And I had hawks that set up um, a nest right across the street from the coop. Um, but the, the, the poultry netting really helped. Yes. I and can't wait to high. do Shelly's and, and show that off because that mm -hmm. is a great affordable solution to have a large area that is almost guaranteed. I don't like that there's not a metal roof over the entire thing, but with the netting, it will work. Uh, I just want to make sure my dad, everyone knows my dad said <laughs> the hawk killed his chickens. Dogs probably sat there and watched. My dogs <laughs> like the chickens. Yes. Yes. Well, the dogs uh, didn't deter the hawks. Exactly. I'm not saying it's guaranteed, but if you want yeah. a dog to protect your chickens, we're, we got to get the dog trainer on. Let's talk about that. What breeds would be best. Uh, we know the great Pyrenees comes up a lot. Um, Plus, my dad's dogs, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised by that. It's well, there's Alex. Alex is watching. She's. Oh, it's so she's the one. The, the, uh -huh. I don't want to call it the baby craftsman because that, that's horrible. But that's <laughs> it's birthed from the Carolina and the craftsman coop. She will be getting the first one. Hopefully. Hopefully. We had a great conversation with her. Alexandra, tell us how we did. Uh, a lot of people don't realize what we do. We don't just talk on the phone. We get her, we share in our screen, we're talking about everything. And I love when a customer goes, oh, I never thought about that. Or that, that makes mm -hmm. sense. That's what you're paying for. You know, people still criticize. I still see, we were going to do YouTube chicken, please. I saw some comments on there. Oh, gosh. So yep. Yes. Can I just get to Mama Sunshine? Please. You, are, you, you are in charge. Said I know because you don't have a mouse. Should I be worried about the cats that overrun the neighborhood as I let my girls free range in our fenced in backyard? Are they a threat to the girls? Catwoman? As a cat lover, I can say that cats typically do not harm chickens. I have had one cat that was bloodthirsty for birds. I mean, this cat, any bird, she would kill bantams even, free-ranging in my yard. I mean, this I've never seen a cat kill chickens until this cat. But So it is possible, but... Yeah, we have feral cats in my neighborhood. Do, do you know that they... I've seen a lot of things in their mouths. Yeah. So I would not yeah. trust my bantams around her. Yeah. Yeah. Cats. Typically full range, full size, standard size chickens and cats are right. They seem to be okay, but a a, a little bantam and a feral cat. Yeah. I I wouldn't. Uh, I think that's in the realm of possibility. Absolutely. And I'm that crazy fun. cat that I had. Um, yeah. She she would only go after the bantams. And and I mean we have we're talking like tiny bantams too, like I have one that's yeah. not even a pound per size. So. Um. Oh, someone says you can't talk it all up and not show a pic. That's cruel. Yeah, let me know what it is. I'm I am horrible. They yell at me all the time. You tease well, us. You dangle it. Well, they're talking about this coop that we. I know. Seen. I don't have my mouse. I, Evan, maybe he did finish it. They should be listening to the show up in New York. 
Um, I can't wait to show it off. And what I'm so happy about this is it really checks every single box, including being able to ship it out. It is going to be amazing. I think we're, we're playing with the idea of calling it the Garden Coop. Um, I don't know why, but a long time ago, we did a coop very, very similar to it when it was under a custom coop, and we just kept calling it the Garden Coop. So, Rod, yeah, I haven't seen it either, so <laughs> don't feel bad, dude. How many chickens will the new coop house? Twelve. Is it a... Because it's very particular in its size. Okay. It's it's a Carolina coop size, but it's like a miniature craftsman coop, so you have that storage. You can walk into it. But also, one of the things, and I, I listen to everyone what everyone says, the bummer about the craftsman coop is it's so big and it's still custom that you got to pay to have it turnkey. And it's expensive. I get it. And it just keeps going up. Um, I want to figure out how we can ship all those functions that make the Craftsman Coop so well. And this is how we came up with it. I think we're going to be able to do it. You're going to have to paint it. That's the part that's not fun. <laughs> Never is. So what do you want to do? Do you want to go I would love to see the photo of the coop you've been speaking. I love that people really want to see it. I guess. I'm trying to I get Evan. I want to see it too. We can, we've got Ring Central right here, so we can just do it right here. Oh, this is getting scary. Do I got SketchUp yeah. on? I think I have SketchUp. Yeah, I definitely have SketchUp on that computer. Um, oh, he he's, he can. Let's ring him in. No, hold on. Hold on. He can what? You're you're doing a little bit. He can bit. share that coupon ring video meeting. Let's do it. Let's do it. Spontaneity. Hold on. I, I rather. make my head explode. No, I'd rather not do that. I'd rather. <laughs> I can Just bring it. Just a little it, preview. I can bring it up in SketchUp. We can still bring Evan in here, so because I want that man to get the credit he deserves. He's a genius. What's going on? I See, didn't now, touch. I didn't touch it. You're scaring me. I didn't touch Please it. Please X out of this. I didn't touch it. Okay. All right. Um. He just called and it popped up on your computer. It wasn't. Oh, the Ring Central? Evan, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's continue on. We're going to work on it behind the scenes, see if we can bring the coop up. It's in the drawing phase. It's not an actual coop done with photos, things like that. But I think you guys will appreciate it. Um, or you're going to be heavily disappointed. Who knows? I don't know if I could take that kind of rejection. <laughs> Nobody's going to be disappointed with your coops. So Anthony continues to say we have a mixed flock of flocklet of geese. Four, I think it would be different if we just had one goose that was raised with the chicks, but I think it is sad that we would not have a mate in life. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Again, there's pros and cons to everything, but if you want a guardian goose, I think that's the secret. You just have one. But that thing, I tell you, if it pairs up with you, I'll never forget this happened at my dad's marina. It imprinted on. Oh, my God. <laughs> this goose would not leave this one gentleman that lived at this marina alone. <laughs> Everywhere he went, that goose was there. So loud. Um. I don't want. I don't know where it came from, but I lived in Stony Brook, New York, and he looked it up. Definitely a roof rat. Yeah, okay. that, she was sick. What's going on that's here? Oh, ring. that's Evan. Let's bring him in. It's it, he's calling Ring Central. The software doesn't match. Please end the call. This is why I wish you guys would talk to me first. Um, all right. So, uh, I don't know where it came from, but I lived in this. Okay, all right. So going on. Okay. Because we are coming up to 117. You said you promised me, oh, an English bulldog, my favorite. Uh, you promised me YouTube chicken police. Okay. Best so, way to keep wind and snow out of chicken run, question mark, our storm shields. Check out our storm shields on our website. That is the best way to keep wind and snow out of your run. Um, North Carolina transplant. Why would you move to Ohio from North Carolina? I'm so Barb. sorry. Um, started laying eggs a few weeks ago. So excited. That's awesome. Congratulations. That yeah. is awesome. And the storm shields, you can have them custom to your coop. So. We customize them all the time. 
Thank you so much for answering. Mama Sunshine, what was her question? Ooh. Huh? I love it. We finally get to do YouTube Chicken Police, one of my favorite subjects. What do you got, Ingrid? Okay, so... <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Why do you have more writing on your piece of paper than I have I didn't, on mine? I didn't, because you don't like to see things. You like to be all Mr. Spontaneous. And I keep telling you that unrehearsed and spontaneous are two different things. Anyway, so I have this video about should you add light or heat to your coop in the winter? Um, so... This one person said at 15 degrees Fahrenheit, they need some heat. At zero degrees Fahrenheit, they need more heat. Combs will freeze otherwise. At minus 40 degrees, they will have no combs left by spring. Okay. <laughs> really? Here's... Frostbite. Frostbite. Hmm. We got to be careful about the words. She's saying need. Do they need it? No. Will it kill them? No, as long as they are blocked from the wind chill. And I say this all the time. It's the temperature. Okay. We got to block the wind chill, but they can be down into zero degrees Fahrenheit. But the mistake that you can make is if you heat up that hen house at night and then they go down into their run and they have a rapid temperature change, that's going to cause more problems. Now, if you are going to heat your hen house, which I do agree, that would prevent frostbites. Absolutely. Um, then you're going to need to make sure your run is warm as well. Yeah. So the key word in that statement is need. And I don't want to mislead people. If you have the ability to control the temperature in your hen house, you need to control the temperature in your run. The biggest mistake also to make is using a heat lamp. We hear it all the time, how they catch their coops on fire, but you'd be amazed what chickens can do as long as they have the right shelter, you block the wind chill, put on the storm shields on the run, they will be very happy and they'll be fine. Right. And I didn't know where this person got their numbers from, so I questioned ooh, where they got their ooh, numbers from. Oh, you didn't. Yeah. And they said that you don't have to look far. I've seen plenty of frozen combs or combless roosters. Even on YouTube, some no-heat advocates will show their rooster with their comb frozen off flush with their heads. Okay, so if you're in an area that it's you know it's going to get very, very cold, pick breeds that have very short combs. And maybe not roosters. Well, that's true too, yeah. And damp... And it, it's much better if it's dry than damp. Right. And here's what happens. So once they talk about heating up their hen house, they're insulated. Now you're trapping moisture. Right. That's going to increase the chances of frostbite. <laughs> so, gosh, I don't know. We, we beat that subject up so much. Yeah. I don't want to confuse people. And especially people are thinking about getting into this hobby. I just, I think they get bad information. Mm -hmm. They get scared. So here's another one that was saying um, on our coops that the, the chickens living better than most humans. There's no need to spend this much money on chickens. Well, there's that word again, need. Do you need to? No. No. You do one. need some certain features to keep them safe. And this is and why to keep we keep them healthy. And this is why we have the American coop. But if I have a customer that wants a custom coop, and it's those customers that paid for custom coops that helped birth the ideas of our production coops. I know. Gosh, not to mention business. Business was so many jobs are created, so many ideas, so many things. Why do people have such an issue with other people spending their money? It's not they're not spending no judgment. Wait a minute, hold on. Why? I just don't understand that. Why do we care 
what someone's doing with their own yeah, money. We shouldn't judge what people. But people do money, all the time. On. It makes hey, me so mad. Yeah. We've actually had and it a gets into calls. our politics. It gets into controlling us. It's ridiculous. We've had a couple calls recently, and the people should be criticizing the people that's spending our money. They're stealing it. A couple people called recently wanting um, large chicken coops for the tax write-off. Yes. They wanted to start. And they're buying American. They're spending their money. They're doing all the things I think is great. It benefits all of us. I, I swear they're just jealous, and I'm sorry if they're jealous of someone's chicken coop. But like when they this, criticize me for it. This but, one in particular yes, is the one I mean, that gets all, yes, all the comments. Exactly. And you're, you're right. it, it, it was an expensive chicken coop. We're going to go, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for hitting, uh, God, we hit over 60 viewers. I don't know if we ever had that high of a count, so that tells me something's working. So good job. We will see you next week. That's right. All right, we're going to have a live show. Any idea what are we going to do next week other than show off the new chicken coop? I'm not sure. We're not sure yet. I would Any love, suggestions? I would love from now on that at the closing of the show, we can talk about what we're going to talk about next week. Okay. Do we have any ideas? How about rats in... Should we do the extermination show next week? Maybe. Can you guys... But you can't piss me off in the morning. I got to be on my A game. All right. Stop attacking me in the morning. Who pissed you off? Oh, my goodness. No, I think it's just you've you've skipped breakfast and you're taking it out on us. It's it's not fun when Nan is sick. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is awful. We forgot to feed you. It is awful. When Nan is sick, I am helpless. Uh, Matt sounds the same and Kristen's like, okay, good. I didn't know if it was too loud. I can hear how loud it is. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. I can't. I can't even hear if she's playing the sound off I, music. Well, it just—it's very short. I paid it twice. Take oh, you, care of your chickens and each other. Yes. There you go. Bye, See you guys. Later, guys. <laughs>